know the vibes. It's another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. And if you haven't yet, make sure you hit the link in our description to pre-order your copy of the game. I'm not even going to tell you why, because if you've been listening, you know why. And every time they release more information about the game, it just looks better and better and better. So get it. Okay? Just, just click it, buy it, download it, pre-order it, save it, whatever it is, do it. Because today... We're continuing. Oh, we're not going to continue just yet, BJ. We've got to have a somewhat, not an emergency episode because no one's been traded, but we've got to talk about the Brooklyn Nets because as always, it's either them or the Lakers in the news and today is Brooklyn's turn. BJ, you got a smile on your face. <laughs> you got a smile on your face. Tell me why. Well, I'm putting my car in reverse and I'm backing up again. And I'm off road. I, I like to drive. I like to get on the road, drive my car, go to where I'm going. Okay. But now I, I'm off road. So I, I feel like now I have to get an off road vehicle because I, I, I can't get on, I can't stay on the road. I, I We're always talking about something. I have no idea what you're going to talk about, but I'm sure it has nothing to do with basketball. It has everything it has to, something do to do with Okay. It has everything to do with basketball because it has implications upon the power dynamic of the NBA next season. So when Ooh, the players the do get back on the court, this topic will have major implications because of course we're talking about Kevin Durant. Now, yeah. Kevin Durant was in London, didn't come on our podcast. Instead, he went to Travis Scott's concert. I'm not mad. If I was you, I'd have done the same thing. But whilst he was in London, he had a meeting with the Nets owner, Joe Sai. Mm-hmm. And he gave them an ultimatum. Oh. He said, it's me or Sean Marks and Steve Nash. you got to choose who you're rocking oh. with. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He's flexing. And Joe Sai's response was? I don't know. I, I, It's not been reported what his response was. But KD was adamant in his trade request. And he seems to... Want to go to somewhere, obviously, good. And the teams being mentioned in the article are Toronto, Boston, or Miami. Miami, who we discussed yesterday, almost impossible unless Brooklyn can get rid of Ben Simmons first because it would involve Bam Adebayo and Bam Adebayo and Ben Simmons can't be on the same team because of the type of contract extension they signed. Teams can only have one of those players on the roster. So Toronto or Boston. But then the way the NBA works is it might be a team that you've not heard anything about. So he said pick between Sean Marks and Steve Nash, who interestingly, Kevin Durant wanted to coach, be the coach there. Is that reported they, or is that confirmed? It's reported. It's reported. See, I, I can't confirm anything until we've got Kevin on the show. And then we can confirm everything. I'm just going on what we've heard. Apparently, they got rid of Kenny Atkinson because he didn't want to play KD and Kyrie's best friend, DeAndre Jordan. I remember having this conversation with you, BJ, saying about it's foolish that Brooklyn have signed DeAndre Jordan. And you said, no, you've got to give the superstars what they want. Well, Brooklyn did give the superstars everything they want. They said, sign DeAndre Jordan. They did that. They said, change the coach. They did that. They said, trade for James Harden. They did that. And look where it's ended them. Still unhappy. So KD wants to leave. He said, pick between me or the general manager and the coach, which is quite a thing to say. Because if more players in the NBA start doing that, it could get quite crazy out here. And um, BJ, what are your thoughts? It could get, it could get crazy <laughs> out here. Okay. What are your thoughts? <laughs> if you if you were Joe Sai hearing that and you're the owner of the team, 
and your superstar who you've built your whole team around is saying, it's me or the GM and the coach, which one are you picking? Well, it's interesting how these reports get out. So I'm going to assume that this got out because someone wanted it out. Yes. Now, as I was listening, I was trying to think, why would Joe Sy and the Brooklyn Nets want this out? I don't think they would want this out. So then I was thinking of all of the reporters and people who reported everything else that came out prior to this. So here's my take on it. It's clear that he doesn't want to be there. That's clear. It's clear that the Brooklyn Nets have done one or both of the following. They've given him permission to shop for a deal. And then they are trying. And then the second thing, which is clear to me, is that they want to make sure that whatever team they decide to trade him with, that they maintain their leverage and trying to take whatever package they feel is best for them to get back. They said they want to take every asset from whichever okay. team trades for Kevin Durant. I, I'm just listening. I have no idea. I, I haven't read it, so I don't know. But it's clear to me that that's the negotiation that's going on here. Now, at some point here, the player who made the request is going to get frustrated with the current team. Why? Because he's going to say, you have a deal. All you got to do is pull the trigger. And then Brooklyn is going to say, well, it's not enough. And as we get closer and closer to the season or to the start of the season, this is probably going to get uglier and uglier. Now, it eventually will resolve itself. Eventually, he will either get traded or maybe the, re maybe the demand will be met. And we'll see how it plays out. But right now, you know, the show has begun. <laughs> it's it's well, a show now. It's, and it's a show now. And, and, and now we'll see how it plays itself out in real time. It's interesting. It was a year to the day. This Saturday that just went when he had this conversation with Josiah was a year to the day of him signing his max extension to stay in Brooklyn. Still has four years on that deal. But it's interesting that he's unhappy in Brooklyn because of the situation. But it's all his choices or his and Kyrie's choices that have led them to this point. It was reported because I've got to put a disclaimer in. So everything I say from this point is just on reports because it's not come from mm -hmm. Kevin or Kyrie's mouth. I don't want it to get twisted. So what I'm about to say is reports that they decided to play for the Brooklyn Nets and simply announced that they were going to play for the Brooklyn Nets. And then Brooklyn had to make the necessary roster adjustments to accommodate both of them signing as free agents. It's not like they sat down with Brooklyn. They just simply decided we're going to play for the Brooklyn Nets, reportedly. Then we already said they wanted their friend DeAndre Jordan to be signed there. And the coach that was there before didn't want to play him. So they got a new coach and they wanted to be coached by a former MVP who they would respect and listen to in Steve Nash. And he clearly did not do a very good job. Then 
they wanted to trade for their friend James Harden, who came to the team, who clearly is very good friends with Kevin Durant still because they were partying together in London all weekend. But James Harden didn't want to stick around because Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant's other best friend, wasn't playing. And all of this leads to the point where now Kevin Durant is unhappy because it's quite clear that Kevin Durant prioritizes winning. That's why he went to the Golden State Warriors. And he thought he would be winning at the Brooklyn Nets, but it's not worked out. And after being swept out of the first round by the best team in the history of sports, he is even more unhappy because he looks even further away from a championship. A year ago when he signed his extension, they were coming off the playoff run where if my foot wasn't that big and I wasn't stead on the line, we would have won game seven against Milwaukee and we would have gone to the finals and beaten whoever, blah, 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 blah. Instead, a year later, instead of improving, the team has got worse. And this offseason, the moves have been equally kind of meh. I mean, the roster doesn't look like they've upgraded. They uh, acquired Royce O'Neill via trade. They signed TJ Warren. They retained Nicholas Clecton, Kessler Edwards, and Paddy Mills. And um, Blake Griffin's a free agent. Lamarck Soldier's a free agent. Bruce Brown Jr. went to the Nuggets. Goran Dragic went to the Bulls. Andre Drummond went to the Bulls. Um, so it's not like the roster is jumping out of the screen and it's not looking like it's going to be stronger than, you know, Milwaukee, Philly, Boston, and these other teams in the Eastern Conference. So Kevin Rowland is unhappy with the situation, but the situation is his doing. He made these choices that have led them to this place where they currently are, and that is not winning. So you can have your cake and eat it, whatever the saying is, but really and truly, he only has himself to blame for this team being in the current shape that is. Based on the reports, that would be accurate. But yes. how much of it is true and how much of it is not true, that we don't know. Since this is just coming out today, I believe. I believe that's what you said. Now, in the end, you know, the ownership, the management, coaches, players, they have to get on the same page. It's clear, based on these reports, that they are not on the same page. It's clear if what is being reported is true or accurate, that Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He wants out. Okay. Now, that's a big ultimatum talking about the coach and the executive, and that puts the organization at a very – it puts them in a very difficult situation. Make no doubt about it. And it'll be interesting to see how they respond. I think the – you know, the only response they have now is to move him. And teams know that. We talk about it here all the time. And it's it's just common knowledge throughout the NBA. Every team in the league, you hear these catch words and these buzz words, culture. Everyone believes that their culture is the right culture. For what? To be able to acquire a disgruntled star. Well, here you have a disgruntled star, and now everyone else's culture is different than the current culture there in Brooklyn, or so they believe. There is no culture now. In Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean the team, not the city, um, not the place. Winning obviously. is the culture. So when you well, win, they've never you won have a culture. Anything. <laughs> uh, it's okay. They they've been to the finals a couple of times. They, they've, they've in New Jersey. They've done in New Jersey. Same organization. Same year. Same tune, just a different place. So right now, the Nets have to make, their ownership has to make a decision. It's bottom line. And we'll see what they're going to do. 
if he decides to move Nash and Marks, Marks. I think that would be very disruptive to the current roster. Because now everyone will know, you know, who's who and what's what. Mm-hmm. So I think this management team or this governor is going to have to make a decision. And the decision is to move Kevin Durant. And I think that's what Kevin Durant has wanted all along. So I'm not surprised by this. I'm not shocked by this. What is a little different is that it's playing out now in the public. It's happening in August when there's really nothing going on. Most teams are away or getting ready for the upcoming season. And here we are talking about a demand that we know happened prior to free agency, which was another time. And now it's happening again, right before everyone, I'm going to say in probably the next three weeks, everyone will start getting back to their city and getting back and working the phones before training camp begins there at the end of September. So very interesting timing of it, but I don't think it's any surprise. it It was known, Mo, that since June, that Kevin Durant has won it out. And so, now it's what is the package that's going to be able to get him or wherever he is he wants to go. Do you have a prediction of where he ends up? Most people are saying Boston right now. You were pretty adamant that it was going to be Phoenix last time we spoke about this. Has your thoughts changed? I think Phoenix will address what he really wants. I think Phoenix will address that. Now, in order to move him, I, I, if I remember correctly, they'll have to move Ben Simmons. Well, it depends on who they want in return. So if they're well, going to want Aiden, they're going to want Aiden. Well, they can't trade Aiden until January the 15th. Okay. It's always a way. You can, there's always a way. Maybe it's not Aiden. But if, they, if he wants to be there, they'll figure that out. So I, I believe the team that's most prepared to do it right now are the Raptors. I think the Raptors are prepared to do that right here, right now. Here's the question, though, BJ. If you were Masai Ujiri, would you include Scoy Barnes in that deal? Because so far, everything suggests that the Brooklyn Nets are refusing to do this deal unless Scoy Barnes is included in the package. Would you, if you were in charge of the Raptors organization, trade the rookie of the year? I, 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 I look at it this way. If I'm Toronto, if I'm Toronto, I'm going to make sure it is reported that that is a non-starter with trading for Kevin Durant. Why? Because if this deal doesn't get done, you don't want to have your team disrupted. Clearly, there's a leak somewhere in the Brooklyn's organization. Clearly, because every single thing is leaked. There's a leak. Okay. And clearly, because I've been around now for 30-something years, I know how people want to disrupt your team. So we want Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, people, and he's reading this. He's on social media just like we are. He's listening to the Hoop Genius podcast. And he's going to hear sources say, Masai is as sharp as they get. He's going to make sure that if a deal gets done, He's going to give you five minutes to say yay or nay before he can be reported and then deny everything. 
That's how a deal gets done like this. Okay. That deal is not going to get done being reported by a source. It's not going to get done. And you're not going to hear other than from Toronto or in this case, Brooklyn. That's how these deals get done. It's not going to get done. It's reported the deal is done and da da da. And then Sutton, Sutton goes back. And then Scotty Barnes is going to be like, well, did you trade me? Do they want me? No. Masai is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Be in the game. I can't help them calling me. This is what he's telling their organization. This is what he's telling players on the team. Hey, I got good players. Everyone's calling me because you guys are good players. We're not letting you go. However, if the right deal comes down, he will let them go. Mm -hmm. As we've seen with Kawhi Leonard. And this is an even better play because KD still got four years left on his contract. Now, absolutely. Some, something absolutely. interesting, you know, what you said earlier with the Brooklyn Nets wouldn't have wanted this story that we were discussing earlier to be leaked, but maybe it was in Kevin Durant's interest for it to be leaked. There was also another story that came out just now at the same time as this other one about the Brooklyn Nets. In that report that we spoke about, it said the Brooklyn Nets were very high and very confident on Ben Simmons's return to basketball, which I, in my opinion is them trying to generate leverage to trade him to another team so that maybe they can do the deal for Kevin Durant, whatever. But the story that came out was Ben Simmons reportedly left the group chat with his fellow teammates ahead of game four of the playoffs against the Boston Celtics, the game in which they were swept by the best team in the history of sports. This is the quote from your friend, Rick Buchan. Now you've put me in an all-terrain vehicle. And now I'm not off-road. I'm in mm. an all-terrain now. We in okay. a tank. Go ahead, We in a yes. tank and a Brooklyn Nets going to be in one soon too. They're having a team chat before game four, thinking he's going to play against the Celtics. And from what I'm told, Ben left the chat. They asked him, are you going to play? Question mark. Ben left the chat. Like he didn't even answer the question. Just left the chat. Now, you guys are listening at home. BJ Armstrong doesn't really do group chats. So he rang me and he asked me to explain what this means. And I said to B, imagine you were stood in a circle with your friends and you ask one of them a question. They look you in the eye and then they turn around and walk off without saying a single word. That's the equivalent of someone leaving the group chat just after they were asked the question. Highly disrespectful, especially to your new teammates after you begged to be traded there. So... I don't know why this news has leaked. I don't know why it's a news story. It's pretty interesting. It's clear that he was never going to play along. And whoever was telling the media that he was planning to play before each game was doing the guy dirty. So Adrian Wojnarowski reported me that Simmons had planned to return for game four for the Nets. Uh, but a week of pain-free days ended with pain and soreness on the eve of Brooklyn's elimination. So I don't know what really went on behind the scenes. I don't know what happened there. But the point is, who's leaking these stories? Why is someone going around saying these things? Or is it just the media fabricating things because they've got nothing left to talk about? And then, therefore, we're talking about it. But, yeah, that story was quite interesting to well, me. Well, here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. In all my years of sports, I've never, ever gone up to a player that I knew was injured, especially an injury like Ben Simmons, who I believe has – had surgery, right? Yeah, he had a now, surgery right? on his back now this summer to address the pain. Okay. And ask them when they're coming back to play. When a, when a player is injured and he can't play, to me, that's where the disrespect is, is asking him, when are you coming back to play? Like, 
no one knows their body better than you. And we're all like, you know, there's trust within the group. I trust you, you trust me. And that's what allows us to be, become a team. If so, if I was injured and someone in a group, I'm now, again, when you say this group text is, is that, are those the players? Is that yeah. management? That'd be players. Okay. I've never been in a locker room where players are saying, Hey man, BJ, when you coming back? I've never, ever felt pressure. But if you remember during the playoff series in which they got swept by the Boston Celtics before every game, it was like a running joke. Ben Simmons may return for this game. Ben Simmons may return for this game. I don't know if, if that was anything, Brooklyn trying to get a tactical edge or the media trying to just drum on controversy, but there was those reports in the media. So as his teammates, they would have been seeing that all over their timelines, all over the news and saying, yo, is this for real? Are you coming back or what? You know, I, I just remember the support Ben Simmons received when they went back to Philadelphia. So it seemed like there was some communication amongst his teammates, his new teammates, the group, the medical staff, the team. They seemed to, it was a support. understood he'll come back when he's ready to come back. Why he would come back in a group text and then that gets leaked. So, but again, That's the question. I've never, I've never been in a situation like that. So, the so question this is, is new to me. Who's benefiting from this story being leaked, or is it just completely made up? That's how I look at all of these stories that come out. I, Why I is this? Anyone, in the news? I don't think anyone benefits from this because, listen, no one can deny that the the young man was hurt. The young man was injured. Young man has surgery on his back. Okay, I'm just sticking to the facts. And when you have surgery on your back, that's it's minor surgery if it's someone else. Surgery is surgery. That's a major surgery. So let's hope that this young man can get back literally on his feet and play. And I'm not questioning a group chat. To me, it's not, it's insignificant on whether that's true or accurate or what have what, what have you. When you have surgery. Okay, and I've had a few surgeries in my career. No one's going to pressure me with a back or a knee or what have you, because you have the physical recovery, you have the emotional recovery, and you have a mental recovery, and you have a spiritual recovery. Physically, we can see, and doctors will say, normally, it's an eight to 12 week recovery period. Okay. But I haven't met a doctor yet who's told me that, hey, such and such. I haven't met that doctor yet. Now, it's reported, well, the doctor said he could play. But the doctor said, you know what? Hey, I think physically he's healed, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally, Mo, everyone's different. Every player is different. And, and you can't deny that. This mm -hmm. man had a back injury. Okay, and anyone who's had this surgery understands what I'm saying, or anyone who's had surgery. This isn't like you have a surgery on your knee, you come back in four weeks, you're ready to go. No, that's not how this works. So we'll see what happens. I'm not buying the reports. I think it's an interesting report, but you know what? <laughs> I think it's disrespectful if his teammates ask him that. And I don't believe no one is that bold 
to ask another player that, especially so, knowing, you know, the type of surgery he ended up having. The reports must be bogus then. I don't, I'm not saying it's bogus. I'm just saying I've never seen that before. Okay. It, so, it's, it's always a first. We get around it's this always one a off. first. We're going to round this one off, and I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you some names, and I want you to tell me just your prediction. 12 months from now, so next this time next year, are these people going to still be in Brooklyn? I just need a yes or a no on what you think. No. Not, no. No? I, I, it's run this course. No to all of them. No, I think that it's run its course. What this is the, the the Kevin Durant situation. The team, I think it's run its course. It's okay, so KD's going then. There's yeah, no I, I way to they, resolve I this. Think, I don't think there's a way to resolve it. And I then do they trade Kyrie Irving as well? I don't know if they have to trade him. I think he only has one year deal, one year remaining. Mm-hmm. Do you, th- do you think they trade so him and try and get some return? I think they try. I think they try. And you think they keep hold of Ben Simmons? I think they try to move him as well. And the reason being is because I don't think that Ben Simmons will want to return and him being the only player or in a rebuild. I don't think so. But maybe he does. I don't, I don't think so. So I think this situation this experiment, right? Because you all, you take chances. They, they took a chance. It didn't work. Move on. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I've learned in this league very quickly. When you figure out you've made a mistake, stop the bleeding. Don't try to make it work. Just stop it. That that's the one, that's the one. If there's one thing I learned as an executive and as a player, when you figure out you've made a mistake, just correct it. Okay, we tried with Kevin Durant. We tried with Kyrie Irving. We tried with Ben Simmons. It didn't work. Move on. That's, that, that's the number one rule of a, of a great executive. Because every executive, myself included, okay, maybe some doesn't, don't admit it. Everyone makes a mistake. You draft a player you thought was going to be good. It didn't work. You trade it for a player you thought was going to work. It didn't work. Sometimes you trade a player you don't think is going to work, and it's the, it's the greatest thing that's ever. Sometimes it works in reverse. But when you self-correcting people do best, not only here in, in, in sports, but in life, self-correcting people, that means you can take, you can, you, you, you can reflect. You can, you know, you can say, this is not working. It's clear this is not working. You have your best player saying he wants out. It's either me or them. How are you going to manage a team, coach a team, play for a team where your best player doesn't even want to be there? So if this is the case, just correct it and move on. He doesn't want to be there. This isn't the first. It won't be the last. Move on. (laughs) Remember when Grant Hill left the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember when they got back, they got back Chucky Atkins, who you probably never heard of. They got back Ben Wallace. Okay. And everyone said, oh, that's so unfair. Well, the Pistons go to what? Six or seven conference finals. They get a championship. 
Grant Hill never won. Move on. Just move on. Like they this they have been cases all of the time. That was a sign and trade with Grant Hill. KD still has four years yeah. left on his deal. And there have been yeah. cases of players demanding a trade, not getting a trade, and it's still working. Kobe demanded a trade. He wanted to go and play for the Chicago Bulls. But the Lakers didn't trade him. Instead, they kept him. And then a little while down the line, they traded for Pau Gasol, and they end up winning two championships together. So there is okay. the other side of it. The, the side is correct the problem. The first rule of correction starts with the following. Communication. Doesn't seem like they have a lot of communication right now because the only communication that's going on is the following. It was reported they had a meeting. And then somehow what was said in the meeting got out to the media. So, Mo, you and I can't have a relationship if there's no communication. But more important than that, there's no trust because whatever I tell you, it's going to be out in the media anyway. So, first things first, if we're going to have a situation where we're going, it's going to work or has an opportunity to work, first, we got to establish trust. Is are what we saying is this confidential? Is it between you and I, or is it is it going to get leaked out? Sources say because I'm not talking. That's the first thing. Can we talk? Because communication leads to cooperation. Oh, okay, Mo. If if if, if I'm a team trying to trade for Kevin Durant, you know what I'm going to tell Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant, just give me two years, because I'm going to have to deplete my team in year one to get you. I can clear the space. Get everybody off my books. And then if I can't get it done in year two, you leave. That's 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 now Kevin Durant has to make a decision. I'm telling you what I'm going to do now. Brooklyn, what are you going to do? Communicate. If you can't communicate with them, you can't cooperate. If you can't communicate, you can't cooperate. You can't get to the ultimate prize, which is collaborate. But if I'm going to trade for Kevin Durant, I'm going to ask him, Kevin, I, I just need two years because I got to get rid of everything to get you. It's not fair to evaluate me in year one because I got to trade my whole team just to get you. That's what Kevin Durant knows. This is why I still think he wants to and somehow he'll have to get to a team like a Phoenix Suns because he doesn't want to go through that rebuilding process at this age. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's what I think. Now, if he goes through that process, if I'm Kevin Durant, I'm saying, just give me two years. Give me three years. You give me three years, I guarantee a championship. You give me two years, and then after the second year, you don't like what I did, you can leave. That's a win-win for you. You got Kevin Durant for two more years. But that's how it's going to have to play out. If he goes, if he goes to Miami, if he goes to Toronto, that's the only way it can play out. We'll see. Only time is going to tell with this because no one actually knows what's really going on. But speaking of communication, I have to communicate something very clearly here. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets failing to reach the final goal, I'm communicating to you guys listening to this right now. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you will never reach the final goal of True Basketball Fan. And make sure you subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. Make sure you follow, leave a review, leave a rating, all that good stuff. And we're going to be back tomorrow morning with more as we continue to break down the off-seasons of the 30 teams in the NBA. We had to make Can I get back on the road now? Can I put my all-seasonal tires back on the road? Or do we have to continue going off-road? And- well, we're we in London right now, so we're taking the underground. <laughs> <laughs>
we on the underground oh, right now. We, okay. so I don't know about off road, on road. I'm on road, but we're taking it underground. That's what we're doing right here for the listeners. So you guys make sure you subscribe to the show. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Get buckets. <laughs>